Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another episode of URC Unloaded. Oh, he's been thinking remember about that, that for a while. Chad? Remember <laughs> that one from the wrestling days? You remember that? D-Generation are, X presents to you. Um, You're in anyway. drum wrestling, mate. Not even like proper wrestling. Yeah, yeah. What, what's that sign? Why yeah, have you got that sign? Why do I hit the Ospreys? You've got a sign for those that aren't watching this, because um, it is ultimately a podcast. Stephen Ferris has got Shanks Hates the Ospreys in a sign behind him. We're on a chalkboard. <laughs> I listened to your commentary at the weekend, Shanks, and you were um, you you were sort of siding with the Scarlets a little bit, I thought, and you you have done so uh, over the course of the last five weeks. So there's there's just something niggling me about you and the Osprey. So I'm just wanting to get a bit of a reaction out of you. That's it. You you got it. No, you yeah. haven't. Well, yeah, sorry, and you actually you did that classic thing where you just, you you brought it up to make it feel like I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood or anything. All right. <laughs> <laughs> annoyed by it all right god get over it how, you, keep, how you keeping anyway lads after uh, a pretty good weekend of rugby everything good yeah yeah it was much better weekend it was much better the standard was better there was less i think a lot of that is, is down to the rain um and the weather but it was a much better weekend much better games better scores better quality so all in all Stephen ferris i'm quite happy what about you john barkley I'm good. I'm good as well. Shanks had a good weekend. It was in uh, where were we? We were in Glasgow, Stevie, and it was how yeah. cold was it? How cold was it? It was oh, ridiculous, mate. It was ridiculous. Got the red then, hat on again. I did have the red hat on. Had everything on. Had a dry robe on. Had heated on. <laughs> oh, you're one of them, are you? Watch mate. the rugby. Watch your kids in a dry robe. <laughs> You see Wilson. You see Wilson doing the warm yeah, up. This is 150 quid. I got money. <laughs> hey, it wasn't. Maybe. <laughs> Oh, anyway. oh, even worse. <laughs> well, one, one lad that wasn't cold at the weekend because he was uh, taking a weekend off, and rightly so. He's had a, a pretty uh, busy summer, um, and obviously at the Rugby World Cup. And we're delighted to be joined tonight by Stuart McCluskey, Ulster and Ireland legend. Uh, Stuart, how are you, big man? You're looking good. Not too bad, lads. Not too bad. So I wish I'd have my my tops up in the background here. Everybody's got their old playing tops in there so i have to get one of those up to fit in we're just we're just and hanging I, on to the past Stuart. that's stevie it. started it stevie started it by putting his is up and then john and i had to follow suit sounds so, like tv yeah <laughs> how are you keeping anyway Stuart? after coming back obviously a long time away from home uh your family circumstances change welcome welcoming another child into the family and then obviously coming back into the ulster setup disappointing as well from an Irish perspective but what's the last couple of months been like for you yeah busy um it's good <laughs> I, yeah we're welcome to our second into the world you forget how hectic life is um when you have a newborn but uh we're starting to get the hang of it I think he's Casper's two months old now just over that so he's starting to get a bit more a bit more sort of regular as what he's doing um yeah but it's good to be back in Ulster um Good to see all the guys again. You sort of you forget you haven't really seen them for about three or four months um, when you've been away so long. And um, obviously being away, it was disappointing not to go on and win the whole thing. But uh, yeah, that's sport, isn't it? It comes down to tight margins. Yeah, you were rested this weekend. How how are you with that? Were you rested because of the childbirth, or were you just rested because of giving you a rest? And how, I like, do you like being rested, or are you one of those that just wants to play every week? Um, I used to be one of those who wants to play every week. Um, <laughs> Get a bit older now, so I don't mind the odd the odd week off here and there. And we've got a busy run schedule, or like a busy run fixture. So um, I don't think I could have played all like it's nine games in a row. So 
And listen, there's I don't know if it was rest or not. Maybe that's what just what Dan was telling me. But uh, it's good to see Nicky <laughs> Marshall out there playing again. You don't mind being rested for like Leinster away or the Bulls away? That's a good one to be rested at. Oh, Leinster away is not bad. Don't mind that one. Bulls away, yeah, that's the you don't mind that one rested. Stuart, I read I did my research coming today, and I read that you did a charity boxing match at school. Is that right? Uh, when I just left, school, yeah, I think it was nineteen. I was playing club rugby up at Dungannon where Stevie used to play. I did a charity boxing gig one time. Uh, it was a draw, so I, don't I was know. going to ask, how did it go? And I want to know if you could rank the three of us. And I don't know if I'm like the answer to this, but I'll take it anyway. Rank the three of us who you like to fight least to most. Ah. Uh... I don't know. Stevie's still pretty big. I'll fight you first, John. Oh, I thought that'd be the answer. The Scots are the easiest. You know that, Stuart. The Scots are the easiest. They just roll over. They roll over. Do you want to One good round out of 12. No, I think we're actually there. <laughs> oh dear Stu talk to me about the Ulster squad at the minute I had a good chat with Dan McFarland after the game obviously he was disappointed there at the weekend but he was saying it's it's slightly different this year the squad has been trimmed down a bit there's not as many internationals there so a lot of these young guys are, are getting an opportunity especially with with some of the niggles that have popped up during, during match weeks and in preparation but is there a Obviously, there is a different feel around the camp. You've been involved many years with Ulster. Is there a slight change in anything, or is it just head down, same again, try and get the, get your hands on a trophy at the end of the season, or or how do you assess things moving forward? Um, yeah, where to start with that was a long one. Um, <laughs> um, I suppose the young, yeah, the trim the squads down. That's sort of been the same with all the squads at the minute, hasn't it? Over the whole league and over. Most of the leagues really seems to be smaller squad sizes, trying to trying to get sort of younger guys in, and I think we've done that well at the start of this season. Whether that's been through sort of forced through injuries, as you say, um, it's been good to see McCann, Dave McCann, come in and do so well. Um, Ruben Crothers, James McNabney came on last weekend, thought he had a great first cap uh, against Glasgow, so it's great to see those guys come through. And um, I think the more they stick their hands up, the easier it gets for the coaches when it comes down to the end of the year. And you'll inevitably have injuries and you'll be forced into changes. And what's, what's Dan Thanks. like? Yeah, I was going to say, sure. What's Dan like? And I, I was coached by Dan. He doesn't give too much away uh, to the media. And he's obviously balancing, I suppose, the expectation. I know you guys were right up there uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, what's Dan like? And how does he kind of move things forward? And how, and how does he talk about? with you guys about that sort of stuff or is it very much a player-led thing yeah he doesn't really doesn't really give you guys much does he i think that's the way, <laughs> the way he is um no he's he's been good he's good um sort of one-to-one um with the guys well especially i can only speak for myself really but one-to-one with me he's been great um i sort of i think i'm trying to think what well, else i could say about him that i can say this one, <laughs> really. in trouble uh, I don't know what to say. No, uh, no, he's been very good. Does, does he really? Does he really come into work at half five in the morning oh, after that Ulster? Tragic. Oh, what a video! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he comes into the gym every every day at six o'clock now, um, but I think he is an early riser. He's always there. 
he always he said the old message at like half six in the morning. I'm like, what is this? Um, but no, he's he's very diligent. He loves rugby. He'll be over every game, every weekend. He'll he'll know what's happening all over the league. He's, he's that kind of guy. Been been experienced, Stu. Like, old. Do you prefer how <laughs> play away? Um, how how do you deal with like the four G pitches yourself? Are you a fan of them or not? Do you prefer grass? Because it's quite uh, new now. Yeah, I've spoken about this quite a lot recently. Um, I wasn't uh, I wasn't one of the ones to put my hand up uh, for a four G, as you'd imagine. Um, but the one that we have so far has been very good. Um, I can only speak, like the Glasgow's one. I don't think it's great at the minute. It looks like there's a lot of sort of that rubber crumb on it. I don't know. The guys didn't speak too highly of the weekend, but I think the new ones are a lot better. Um, mm. It's been fine. The body so far. I've only, bear in mind, I've only probably trained on it for the last maybe six weeks, but it, it feels fine so far. It's a lot handier for us. It does it change your game plan and does it change your tactics at all? Uh, I think it allows you to play a bit more. Definitely. There's uh, yeah. even when it's wet, it kind of you don't get that sort of greasiness in the ball from the mud or the sand. So it's always playable. And as soon as it stops raining, see within 10, 15 minutes, it's pretty much dry again. Yeah. In terms of do you playing... train on it, Stuart, as well? What's that? Sorry. I was going to say, do you train on it as well? Yeah, yeah. We train on ours uh, every day. So it saves us. We just have to drive five five minutes to somewhere else, get in our cars and come back when you're muddy and stuff. So uh, it saves us having to like do that all the time. In terms of playing, can you, can you... Got, you want to go again? Oh, no, I, I, I was going to say, can you just clear up? Because we're going to be there on Saturday or Friday. When are we there? Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. And we've been told we've, we've been told we've got to wear boots when we're on TV at the weekend. Is someone is someone taking the piss out of us, or is that actually true? Always a turn up in a full suit with the boots on. But yeah, <laughs> you can't uh, you can't go on the pitch in uh, trainers. I think the only people I've seen is probably. Uh, me and Handy's sons on the pitch with uh, their shoes on. They're they're thir- <laughs> three, sorry, not thirteen. They're three, so um, they're pretty strict. What goes with a pair of boots? Like jeans and a pair of boots. Yeah, go go with a jacket on and boots. I'll look well. That's... I'm gonna have to wear. I think I will wear some oh. tracksuit bottoms, like some tapered tracksuit bottoms. Um, oh God, Nathan Dope. Nathan Dope played ten. Didn't he? Came. He, Billy Burns went off at the weekend. How, how much? Yeah. Of, how much of a 10 has he played? Um, and can you see him playing a little bit more there? Or was, was that just needs must? I think needs must. Um, yeah. Not that he's a bad 10. He just hasn't really trained there. And I think a guy his age, when you're you're not training there week in, week out, getting reps at it, it's probably tough to jump in. Not that he did a bad job, but it uh, it's a hard one just to jump into. Like I, I wouldn't want to do it. And I played 12 for years, so... Um, no, I think it's a needs must. I think Jake pulled out with a small niggle in the in the warm up there. Um, he should be fine pretty soon. So, um, yeah, I don't think you'll see too much of Doki unless it's completely necessary. Stuart, last question before we let you go. Just off the back of a, a defeat, obviously to Glasgow. How much are you guys looking to put things right this weekend against Edinburgh? Who obviously had a dis- already they had a disappointing result against Benetton. So. It's obviously a big game for you, lads. Yeah, that's uh, well, a big stereotypical question. Yeah, big bounce back from us. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it'll be back at home. We're pretty good at home. 
Uh, I know Edinburgh like to throw the ball about a bit um, through the way. Hopefully, if the weather's good, so it should be a good game. I think Blair King Horns last game as well, so I'm sure he'll be trying to pull rabbits out of hats. Um, so be aware of that. And they've got a pretty dangerous backline there, so um, hopefully we can starve them the ball a bit and sort of bore them to death, and then eventually run up the score a bit and get them out the gate. So yeah, no, we're looking to bounce back, and it's a, it's a big one for us. Be freezing, be Every freezing day. cold. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be cold. Maybe one cold. degree. Here. Brilliant. Are you starting yet? Can I say that? Have a guess. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. That's what I like to hear. Uh, big man, always, always good to speak to you. Cheers from uh, John Shanks, myself, and sure we'll catch you at the weekend. Cheers, that's catch you again. Cheers, dude. Good luck, Take man. <clears throat> He's an important player for Ulster, lads. Really, really important player. I was Ulster. trying to jump in, mate, but John kept beating me to it. Like, just doing just it on purpose. Just be patient. Stop interrupting. Just doing it on purpose. Just do it. It's like the number game, isn't it? When you sat around in a pub, you, you all want to sit up and say, <laughs> number one, two. If you both say at the same time, you're drinking. <clears throat> I was going to ask him about his, like his, his development as a player, I reckon over the last sort of five years has been huge because when he first came on the scene, he was obviously very direct very aggressive and hit really good angles. And then all of a sudden he developed his game massively into a really good ball player and a really good player taking to the line, pulling it back and his passing game. Maybe, maybe it was always there, but he, you yeah. just, you didn't see it. Well, you know more, you know more than me, Shanks, but it felt like there was a time when you're 12, like Jamie Roberts with you guys with Wales, the 12 was just carrying the ball, just yeah, head down. No passes. Plenty, plenty chalk and just go. And actually players like that, Someone like a Graham Morrison, looking back to like Glasgow and Scotland, he was a similar. Yeah. Player. He could, could, could do a lot more, but he was just like, you just carry the ball and keep carrying it. But you're right, I guess someone like Bundyaki. You look at the best twelves now: Bundyaki, Bowden Barrett, all courts, all people, courts, yeah, aren't they? everything. So yeah, he is really important, and I think they missed him at the weekend, big style. Hmm. Graham Morrison ever passed the ball? I don't he wasn't allowed to. Any time. He wasn't allowed to. He wasn't allowed to, mate. That was literally like Henderson, that. You had Henderson as well at 12. Hendo could, Hendo G. couldn't pass either. Rob G. <laughs> None of them could pass. I remember Rob G. Yeah. Who did I play against? Oh. Um, he, looked good. he looked good in the shower. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who did you play against Shanks? McLaren. McLaren, he played. Jim McLaren. Yeah. big lump. Yeah, he was, he was massive. Big old lump. Rob, uh, was it Rob Penny? Oh, we've lost. Kevin Mags, back. He's Island. You played against, yeah. Did you not play against him, Shanks? Yeah, Magsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit against Magsy. Yeah. Um, I was, yeah. You back with this strong Rob Penny? Didn't he play twelve? For a bit. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Shanks. I'm not sure. Oh, I can't. Anyway, well, we're getting bogged down in twelves. Well, we're a couple of good, couple of good twelves playing at the weekend, Shanks. I'm sure you enjoyed the Leinster Monster game or even oh. highlights because of. There were plenty of them. Leinster 21, Monster 16. What about this for a start for Monster? What a what a try. What it was a, a great try. game. It was a really, really good game. Like high quality. Wasn't high scoring, but that's often because the quality is so good defensively and attack. But that was brilliant. That was off kick receipt. So good. And yeah. Munster honestly had Leinster rattled. They had him rattled when big time. Um, Tag Burn went through, got like a meter out. They needed a score there. And then this error just, this is killer. This is killer, in that They're all over them, even yeah. though they're a man down. And Gibson Park gets the intercept. Goes halfway. Yeah, it goes halfway. Lencer, when it got tight, went back to what they're known for as well, as having a big, strong maul. And Dan Sheehan backs yeah. himself. He just eyes up. 
head up, gets through a bit of traffic, and he goes over. And George should be Martin scoring goes, this, mate. Should be scoring this. No, should not be scoring that. Zebo had a very good game. I thought he was very, very good. He looks lean. He looks yep. athletic. He looks bang at it. He obviously uh, set up the Casey try. Um, a lot of young guys playing for, for Munster, especially in the pack. And, you know, Thomas O'Hearn playing at, at blindside flanker. Like, Keelan Doris made 20 tackles in the game. Josh Van Der Fleer, 14. Uh, yeah, Manuel Max, Jack Conan, 11. Like, they, they were under the pump for large parts. And Huge. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a great game. So Shows you shows um, you got to take your chances, though, mate, like against Leinster, because they will score. And I'll tell you who was good. Um, Frawley, right? Just, yeah, like, constantly, con- always in the game. And you get a lot of 10s that just want, uh, you know, the forwards to carry. And then when there's an overlap or when it's quick ball, they want it. He constantly wants the ball. He hides him behind that pod so well. And he wants it every single time. Like he wants to play. I thought his, his game management was excellent at 10 when he came on. Um, yeah. A little bit strange where they hide him in defensively. They hide him at blindside because he's quite a big bloke. He's not like a, he's not like a Billy Burns or someone like that, you know, where you really have to look after. He's quite a big bloke, but any any defense they had, he was uh, defensive line out. He was on the blind, just protecting. Shanks, him. Shanks. There's been a lot of noise in Ireland just after that single game that Frawley should be given an opportunity to play for Ireland at out half, off the back of a half decent appearance for Leinster at the weekend. Do you do you think he has what it takes yeah. to to mix it? You do, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think if Leinster were playing. A weaker team in the league, a team down the bottom, then it's difficult to look into. But they're playing one of the best. They're, they're playing the current champions, and there were a lot of big names playing for Munster as well. And it was a tough game. And he looked good. He looked really good. And I was very impressed. It's, it's probably there had been games before where I've looked and thought, oh, you know, this this guy's yeah. all right. But this was one that I watched and thought, actually, I really like what I see. Like his passing as well, Stevie. Like he's winging them. It was really hard to wing a, a long pass and it be like spot on. And that's why, you know, a lot of passes, you know, aren't thrown too hard because it's more to do actually. But when you can wing them and you're accurate, it's such a big skill. And he, he was um, he was very good, very impressed with him. Yeah, very good. Somebody, another team that was impressive, John, we were there commentating on it, the freezing cold in Glasgow, Scotsdale, 33 points to 20. Glasgow beat Ulster, but it was Ulster who got off the flying start, wasn't it? Mate, Ulster started class, didn't they? They, they went, was it 14 nil up after about six, seven minutes? Um, and I thought, here we go. This is, you know, this looks like Ulster the real deal here. And then I think we spoke about it at comms, they just couldn't keep it up. Um, it took, I think, whether it took so much out of them physically or whether Glasgow just up things slightly because Glasgow from that point on just scored about just about 30 points with no answer and you know hammered them eventually up front. The scrum was a problem till Kitsoff came on, Mall try was a problem. Johnny Matthews scored another two. Um, I, I think Glasgow look good, I, I really do. Um, I think that there's so much good about their game and the defense has got much better from what was last year. So I'm going to say I think Glasgow are going to be in the final. I don't know whether they'll win it. You said you said they'd win it. I don't know if they'll win it because I think Leicester oh. probably just isn't that good. But I do think they What's just the point look... of naming a finalist. Then why don't you just name a winner? Uh, that's just pathetic. Oh, that's just no, you no. give yourself an out. 
No, it's not. I guess I say, okay, I'm saying they're going to finish second. I'm saying they got, they got no time in the quarters last year. I don't know if that's a big a big plug or not. I just mean I think yeah. they look put a bet on them. He loves them. He loves them that much. He's naming well, them as his runners up. Well, hold on, here we go. If they get home, congratulations, like, Glasgow. Oh, there's a caveat. There's a caveat now as well. Glasgow get a home <laughs> final, they'll win it. All right, there we are. Home <laughs> final, they they'll win. It's going to be in Dublin again, anyway, isn't it? It's a joke. I watched that game. Um, like it was just played in the middle third. Nearly the yeah. whole of the yeah. game was played. I couldn't believe it. Like it was, no, it was just, mad. Ended up being a turnover ball or a penalty, and then you get. Some, you have to give. You have to give Glasgow credit because John and I were sitting in, in commentary and we we're going, oh, geez, Glasgow are so deep. They're so deep. Why are they attacking? They're so deep. But halfway, as you say, 22 to 22. But they stuck to their guns. Like, you know, they kept at it and kept at it yeah. kept at it. And I think that Johnny Matthews try where uh, two Pilatu, the ball out the back, uh, there's going to be a piece on it on Saturday night for, for the Ulster-Edinburgh game. That Ulster mm. just, their, their decision-making, um, in the line out around the breakdown in the wider channels, usually we see Ulster's line speed come up and close everything off. But you just seen, you know, John Cooney backpedaling in the outside channels, Jacob Stockdale getting caught slightly, lads not corner flagging hard enough, you know, going up on your own five meter line when you're defending them all. As soon as they went up, the ball was won and they went straight through the hole that was left. Like, you know, the, the Balakoon where he, 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 I think it was Mackay, got him around the ankles. Addison could have come up into the passing channel. He didn't. Just, I think it's a lack of communication. And um, that all comes when you're under pressure. Like in Glasgow, put them under serious pressure for 60 minutes. So um, it was a good game. Half I know, game. St- I know Stockdale um, got done once by Cancellieri on the outside, which yeah, yeah, will happen to a lot yeah. of people. But what I will say is, I reckon this season is the most active I've seen him so far. Stockdale. He's, he's, yeah. He's, so he went the he's heavily involved in games. You, you didn't. You didn't see him like the criticism, I guess, that I would have of him. And I never played wing clearly, don't see but enough I think, of it. didn't see enough of him. And he was good no. on his wing, but the best wingers you see, and he, he made that break through the middle. And he's he's, a, he's massive. You want to see these guys? Yeah, he's huge. Carrying the ball back to your point, Stevie. Just before we move on, I think Ulster don't have a really aggressive defence in the wide channels. Uh, I think they don't. And if you look at the way Leinster defence, and you know, I know Munster scored off the back of it with Ring Rose and whoever else is there, they'll be aggressive. I think that's where Glasgow will struggle if a team keeps hammering them behind the gain line and whether they've got a plan B. Um, I think that their plan A is good enough to beat most teams now. Whether it beats Leinster with a really aggressive defence, I guess we'll find out. Uh, Shanks, talk to me. Cardiff, good win against the Stormers. I think we all said that the Stormers were going to go to Cardiff and get the result, but Fair play, a bit of resilience from Cardiff, eh? Well, he thought it after like the first 15 minutes when they were 40 nil up. He thought, oh no, here we go. But Cardiff really managed to get themselves back in the game. Um, this was brilliant from Tina Stabir. Like that's a that is a brilliant kick under a lot of pressure. And he was sort of a little bit up and down with some of his kicks, missed touch. Um again, which is happening a little bit, but they really had to fight hard and it was it was tough for him because the Stormers pack was a lot bigger. Blum and Cheese was good. Um, Gallant came on and delivered this Blum ball. Blum and Cheese. Blum and Cheese. Blum and Cheese. Blum and Cheese. How do you, how'd you pronounce it? How do you pronounce it? This was a great move. Um, well, when I say this, um, makes it ready try off the back of a lineup. Um, just a lot of decoys. Put him through. He was man of the match, Mason Grady. Um, he was phenomenal. Honestly, boys. Like he's heavily involved in games. He doesn't really want to play on the wing. He wants to play center. But 
at the moment because he's still quite young and learning the game. I think it's perfect for him. He's getting a lot of ball, but just the power and the strength is is massive for him. And there was one big turnover right at the end of the game. Ellis Jenkins um, was very good. And he actually went off, but then had to come back on because of an injury. But he had a huge turnover right on like the 79-minute mark. It was turned over. Turnbull kicked it. Um, Seb Davis kicked it ahead. And then, um, what's his name, Steve? Blumen. Blumen Blum and cheese. Cheese. Blum and cheese. Blum and cheese. Um, fumbled it. They win a scrum and then Reese Literate goes over. So it was bouncing, mate, honestly, because there's been a few games which Cardiff could have won. Benetton, they should have um, won. Um, Zebra, they should have won. Bulls, they could have won. And they nailed it right at the end. Can Cardiff go two home games back-to-back, get a result against Scarlet this weekend, Shanks? I think Cardiff will be runners-up in the league. <laughs> no, no, you're just taking a piss. You're taking a piss on more than one account. You make yourself yeah. look stupid. <laughs> That's why you're on. Make it real. Make um, it yeah, I think they, I think they can, Stevie. I think they've got Scarlets at home, and Scarlets are just lacking a massive bit of confidence at the moment. Desperate for something to go right from. I think it it's had a knock on effect. Scarlets beat Cardiff um, at home, and then. Last minute, they lost to the Lions, and then it they've just it's been a torrid time for them, you know, they can't get any momentum. So, uh, but I think, yeah, I think Cardiff will go back to back. I think they take a lot of confidence from it. Quick, uh, tip of, tip of the cap as well, I think, to Viaplay with the uh, they had the mic on Ellis Jenkins. Yes, it's brilliant. And obviously, we had Ryan Wilson warming up pre game. Would you fancy having a mic on in games? No, no. No, 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 never. No. <laughs> especially when you're trying to, especially when you're going like point at the stand, going um, row C, four seats in. <laughs> She's nice. <laughs> <laughs> now, like you'd obviously, you'd obviously have to tone it down a little bit, and you'd probably like, you might ramp it up a little bit. Um, but it was, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was great, and you can see why. He's highly thought of as a leader, even though he's not captain. Josh Turnbull is, you know, just the way he spoke to players, especially the youngsters, I thought was was brilliant. Yeah, he's a, he is he's a really nice bloke as well. Which, All right, chill out. Like. You say Cardiff are building a bit of momentum. Shanks, one team that stopped in their tracks. Edinburgh home loss to Benetton. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. JB. Started almost the same as the Cardiff. They started off well. They were 12, 14 nil up and then, and could have been more. They had a couple brought back and they looked dangerous. And then the tries they could, mate, the tries they conceded were like, were random. There's the one where they had an attack and rock and then the ball, the, the ball gets picked up and the guy goes 95 meters to the end. And there's another one just, just off an error, just like a, you know, a try from nothing. But yeah, Healy had the drop goal in the last play to try and, to try and get it back. And I think, I think we spoke about this the other day. I think Edinburgh will probably be that team this year. They'll be good and they'll be good, but I don't think they'll be consistently, you know, they should be beating Benetton at home. Benetton are much better, but you got 12 nil up and you had a few opportunities and you left them out there. I just think that's probably where they're going to be this year, unfortunately. And it just takes a couple of years to, to turn things around. But the tries they conceded, I say, we're watching one now. I know people can't see it. It was just a horror. Blair Kinghorn throws one back. To Healy and it just goes to, to the, the Benenton player. 
But yeah, I think it'd be a, f- a frustrating one. But I think that you know you they got a drop get win against Connor. You're not going to get them week. Can't do it every week, can you? You can't do it every week. You can't. I thought Edinburgh looked amazing, John. At the start, yeah, like Blair King started, was, did, yeah, was playing brilliantly. You know, he's he can he can pass, he can run, which I know sounds basic, but he's a really good distributor. Like I he think can defensively, throw, they're still a bit frail. Yeah, Ben Healy he got can pushed he over by well? Zanon. Can he kick as well? Can he kick as well? He can tell jokes. He can kick. Got a good yeah. body. Can he neck a pint out of a shoe? Yeah, pint of piss. No, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> it's going to be a big loss. He's going to be a big loss. I just think when teams get down to Edinburgh 22, they score. Mm. And that tends to be what happens again. I know a lot of teams are much more efficient there, but Edinburgh look just lacking a wee bit of physicality in that particularly in that back line, you see they get broken a bit easy. Hmm. What about the last minute and a half of the game? Benetton get a penalty. What were they doing? A quick tap. It was 30 seconds, oh, wasn't it? Days. Well, 30 seconds, was it? Yeah. He takes a quick tap and then two phases later, sealing off at the rock. And that I gave know. Healy the know, opportunity. That is They're so hard to do, crazy. is to see out games. Um, by picking and going because it's so easy to seal off because you miss time, yeah. you you clear out once, you, you're gone, aren't you? You're penalised. Um, yeah, I mean, massive. They, oh, why wouldn't you could just tap that ball and run it back to your line and take 30 seconds? <laughs> bonus could. point, mate. Bonus point. You can. Yeah, kick to the corner. <laughs> the I know, it was point. bizarre. It was bizarre. It was same, same with Zebra in the first game against Ulster. Yeah. No, just yeah. brain yeah. farts. The Italian thing. Call them. <laughs> yes. So. We'll move swiftly on, lads. Shanks, I listened to you on commentary. It was terrible weather, lots of mistakes, but Ospreys um, ultimately put yet again the Scarlets to the sword. Yeah, they're good. Um, good set piece. And that was the difference, really, from good scrum. Um, good line out. A lot more physical as well. They've just got bigger carriers and better carriers and better platform. Um, the ball didn't really go wide too much. I think the Ospreys are trying to play a little bit more. You can see that. You know, they're, they're having a crack from their own line a little bit. You know, they're, they're just testing defences a bit more than they, they have done before. Kieran Williams scored two tries, um, hit a really good angle off one scrum, uh, a real close sort of out-to-in angle, something he was really good at. He got man of the match. Morgan Morris, this guy, Morgan Morris, I think at some stage he's going to have to be called into Welsh camp. Because he's injured we're lacking an awful carriers. lot, Shanks. No, he he's gets not. injured an awful lot. No, he's not. He he's last like... three years. He's been player of the um season for him. So he can't be injured that much. Oh, um, okay then. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Jack Morgan as well was he's back and really good. <laughs> really good. So um mate, people underestimate Jack Morgan's carrying game. Like they look at him and think like he's a good tackler. Like he, because he, he's a bit like Sam Underhill in his shape, but he's a brilliant character. Carries the ball so well. Yeah, but yeah, Ospreys were good, and I think it also highlighted a little bit how Stevie, your team, um, your dark horses this year, the Scarlets, are just lacking depth. And like I, I yeah. said after, if it was a dry game, a dry day, you know, the Scarlets it'd be a total different game. But yeah. obviously, UK weather's not like that. Watching the game, Shanks, it just felt like as soon as there was dominance in the scrum, dominance in the mall from the Ospreys, that the referee just gave every decision their way, well, near enough every decision their way, and 
the momentum was just with him the whole time. It didn't feel like the momentum was with the Scarlets at any stage in the match. And like I thought the referee was fairly harsh on on the Scarlets for, for parts of the game. But yeah. listen, when you when you when you're on top, you, you take it because not every game you're gonna be on top. They got they got strength like, you know, for the front row, say to come on. They've got um Sam Parry, Gareth Thomas, you know, players like that that can come on, like a little mini yeah. bomb squad. Um, mm-hmm. so because they've got obviously Nicky Smith, Dowie Lake, and I can't remember who was tight head who started, but they've got much better strength and depth. You might be losing George North, he might be going to Come on. yeah. Um, you hear the deal's done, Shanks. Yeah, probably is. Um, Toby Booth didn't, didn't know if it was done or not, but I think it's good business. I think I think it makes sense, you know. Well, um, yeah. Ospreys don't get that much access to him throughout the year anyway. Um, frees up he's a only, bit of money. He's only 31 or 30, he's not that he's old, only 26 years old. <laughs> he's not old, is he? I don't know, he's 30 or something. No. 31, it's not like he's no, he's older than that. I don't he's think he is. Really. I think he's 33. Find out, someone get on it anyway. I, I just want to say, I'm Scarlet, and it pains me to say it. If I saw that I was playing Scarlet's next week, I would be delighted, yeah. And I think that, that's where they are. You'd be like, we'll beat this team. If they don't beat themselves, and you you hold on to the ball yeah. against them, and you're going to score tries, and it's a problem last year. It was a problem the year before. They are probably the team in the league that you wouldn't be surprised if you looked at the results at the end of the weekend. And say, oh, they got they got fifty on them. They got. 40. Yeah. It's not like yeah. it's a massive problem for them at the moment. Carbon copy of last year, John. Like this start yeah. of the season for them. Yeah, and they're, and they're not missing that well, many guys either. Yeah, but hopefully I don't hate the Ospreys. I don't hate the Ospreys. I like them. I think they're going to be the best Welsh team. In this league this year, we'll wait and see. Well, much. a team that did get fifty put on them at the weekend was Connacht, uh, fifty-three points to twenty-seven. They got a good win last week in South Africa, but they just didn't mm. have enough against the Bulls. I'm not sure if you watched it. I watched um, the game before we went to Scotstoun in the hotel, and I must say, I was impressed by the Bulls. They were they were pretty physical, good at the breakdown, uh, took all their opportunities, scored seven tries. But Connacht just looked a little bit off. And there was a period in the game, I think it was around the 55-minute mark, because the Bulls ran out to you know 25.6 lead. But there was a point where just, just around the 10-meter line, um, it was kicked dead. The ball was kicked dead. And it was something like 32-20, something like that, a 12-point game. And the ball was kicked dead. And straight off the back of that, the Bulls scored another couple of tries, and that was the game for me. So, mm. I know John, you have been impressed with uh, with Connor over the last four or five weeks, but it was just a bridge too far, wasn't it, against the Bulls at home? Yeah, and I think uh, I think it's probably one of the hardest places to go and play. Uh, I know this one is at altitude, Shanks. <laughs> it was thirty five. It was thirty five degrees. Do you know what I mean? Like, degrees. I, th- yeah. I think of all the places I would hate to go and play. You know, and I think you go over there, and they beat who they beat the who they beat in the last the previous week the Lions. Sharks. Oh, sorry, Shark, They beat the Sharks, and I, I genuinely yeah. think oh, if Sharks, you look yeah, at that yeah, as a as a set of fixtures, and the players wouldn't say, it and the coaches wouldn't say, it, but I reckon the coaches are thinking it. You go to South Africa, and you go to play the Sharks and the Bulls. You play the Sharks first and win. You're like, do you know what? That's just, that's just about as good as you're going to get over here, and because everyone's got to go over here, and not many teams are going to win here. That will ding dang do for us. <laughs> That's what I'd be thinking. It'd be, it is. You're right. 100 percent right. Any points you pick up, I think, yeah, is bonus. Yeah. 
We'll move on quickly, lads. Um, Shanks, just run us through a brief one on the Lions. 61, Zebra 19. Um, poor, poor enough showing by Zebra after they've got a half-decent home showing this year. Yeah, standard really. Nothing really to say about Zebra. It's a tough place to go. We just mentioned it. Altitude. Altitude, yeah. Um, when we watch it on TV, there doesn't seem many fans there, though, which... Um, I'm surprised, but I, I thought after them winning the World Cup, I thought there'd be stadiums would be jumping, but obviously yeah. they translate down, sadly, or not yet, until the guys come back. Cape Town, John. It only seems to be in Cape Town for the Stormers that they get yeah. really, really good crowds. The Lions, the Bulls, the Sharks. I'm not sure if it's just the huge, huge... Well, the stadium in Cape Town's huge. So no, yeah. I remember I remember you'd be the same. You grew up watching Super Rugby and Loftus would be jam-packed. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think Zebra would be too worried about it, though. You know, they they've had a win, they've had a draw. Uh, it's better than last yeah. season, so yeah. they just you, you try and learn from it as best you can. Well, Sharks get their first win, lads. Sharks get their first win. <laughs> Sixty-nine points to fourteen Great against number. the Dragons. The Dragons. Great number. I think it's the record defeat for the Dragons as well. So much like the Scarlets, a team that just. Desperate, desperate to to get some momentum, to get a win, and you know you, you're not going to find it, unfortunately, out in South Africa. You know, it's, yeah. going to South Africa isn't going to kickstart your season, is it? You're not always going to find a <laughs> going to find a win and find something that works. And they were just beaten by pace, they were beaten by power. Um, and I, yeah, I, you- they, they, I think someone said I read something about um, they just rolled over, and I'm not sure you can say they rolled over, but. There's just a massive difference Gold. in quality. Yeah, there is. There is. They're just they've got better players. And what what can you do about that? It's like scrums sometimes. I always feel that you know sometimes one scrum is just better than the other. There's nothing you can say about it. They're just better players. There's nothing they can do. Yeah. So well, mate, yeah, yeah, you look at who was playing. Mapimpi was playing. Lucania Ann was playing. Etzebeth came Etzebeth. back. Do you know, like off the bench, you got Inch coming. It's like Grant Williams is back. He looks stupid quick still, and you're like, I know, Dra- I know. Dragons aren't dragons aren't beating that, and I'm sorry, but that's no. No, they beat never. the Ospreys um, week before, two weeks before, with the red card to Matt Prothero. And I go back to the start and how the start of the season is so important. Like they could have been Edinburgh, and like they might have been in a different position. You know, same as Cardiff. You know, they beat ben- like the start is so important to your season, and yeah, it's. It's a t- it's a tough block for them first seven games. Just just a quick one on the start, Shanks. We have Glasgow top of the log, Leinster, Bulls, and then we have five teams on eighteen points. Mm. Like it's it's really competitive up at the top. It's of good. The league at the minute. Yeah, it's really good. I think that's that's a good sign of how competitive the league is. Um, I was going to say right, if you had to pick a team now to win it, Glasgow. Who, who, who are you picking? <laughs> I've got Second. Bulls. Glasgow winning it now, Yeah, why don't we talk about who's going to finish second? That's more interesting. <laughs> I've got Bulls, all right? Um, I, I pick Glasgow, but I'm going to go Bulls at, the, at this uh, current. Turncoat. Oh. I'm going to say Bulls as well. Okay. I think they look Leinster. Ulster. Oh, sorry, Leinster. 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 Le- anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, boys, it was, it's, been, it's been a great week of rugby. Uh, last week wasn't great with all the rain, but this week's been brilliant. However, do we have any rants? Anybody get on your nerves? I know you hit the Osprey shanks, but any other rants? I don't know where you're getting this from, mate. I'm not going to rise to it because that's all you're after. 
clickbait, like Andy Good you are. Um, any rants? <laughs> no, no, I can't think of anything really. That's ah, Christmas shopping is a nightmare to go into town today. Um, traffic at Christmas, yeah, hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I just don't like Christmas. If I got one, why the hell are we playing Christmas songs on the radio in November? My kids are trying to put it on, and my miss, I came back the other day. And my missus had Mariah Carey on, and she's putting Christmas wreaths on the stairs. I was like, "Haley, come on, wreaths! <laughs> That's how you know you stink of wealth, isn't it, Shanks? When you put she made it, all over your house. she made it herself. She oh, cut it down from a, she, she cut it down from the orchard. <laughs> January and Stevie, right? When he when he put his address in, I googled like his house on Google Maps when we when we get <laughs> sent some stuff from Fireplay. And his house, honestly, it looks like the house from Home Alone. <laughs> no it doesn't that's how nice it is honestly oh, yeah. all oh. all. <laughs> I, I have a rant lads I have a, it's a small rant and JB actually jinxed me on this so I had a bit of food just before oh. um, kick, kick, kick off the weekend and I'm not going to name the establishment or the type of food that I had but JB turns around and me says oh what do you say? Your guts are going to be k- killing you over the next 24 hours up in the middle of the night going to the toilet. What do you say? And I was like, oh, no, no. Lads, my guts the last two days has been <laughs> off the charts, man. My missus won't even Mate. come into the same room as me. Like, it's so oh, lucky. Mate, oh, I saw that and I thought I was hungry and I watched it and I thought there's no chance you're getting through that without some serious diarrhea. And- oh, remember when we were in... Um- Kingspan before Steve, you had, you had like four visits to food outlets, and now we should take on air. You have its sauce there. <laughs> there's a rant. There's uh, a rant. Oh. Why? Why do Viaplay not give us any snacks? When you watch the yeah. football, I, they've got Winnebago's with football presenters. Can we have a runner? That. We need a runner. Why can't we have a, Gav Muldoon as a runner? Just a bottle of water would be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? No. Go take our Nando's order. Go do us a delivery <laughs> half time. Nothing like that. No chance. No chance. Um, oh, boys, yeah. we're running out of time, 10, 15 minutes or so. Um, last man standing, it was a good one last week. We all did fairly well. What have you <laughs> 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 uh, Last man standing. Come on then. Right. Ben, the producer, what have you got for us? What are we doing this week? Name oh, the Australian come on. Day 22 for the 1999 European Cup final. Stevie's got you got this tattooed on your heart, don't you? Something. This is not a competition, surely. From the ninety-nine, what was it? He's just trying to get me. Can I start? Right, yeah, go on, you go. David Humphreys. That's the only one I had. Um, do you want to go, Stevie? Um, I'll go with. Tony McWhorter. Tyrone Howe. Oh, bastard. Oh. <laughs> oh. Johnny's out. Um, this, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this timeline is right, but I'm gonna go Kevin Mags. Oh, I think you're right. No. Oh, I thought he played for Ulster, didn't he? Yeah, but he played when I played, Jenks. Oh. 2004 to 2007, maybe. Jan Cunningham. That's a rubbish one, Ben. That's rubbish. Bell? Just was that a centre called Bell? Was that jo- Bell? Johnny Bell. 
Justin oh, Fitzpatrick. What about, what about uh, Neil Best? Neil Best? Too early? No. No. Is it match day 23, was it? 22. 22. Oh, yeah. Oh, that um, is so niche. Then. 22. Who, who else will we go with? We'll go with Gary Longwell. Yeah. I, can't, I don't even. Gary I can't. I don't even a single name in my head. Neil Doak. I would have. I would have gone. Tyrone Howe. Oh, there we go. Neil Doak wasn't in it. Do you ever see oh, well. Tyrone Howe for the Lions? Because he was called up and he was running outside the touchline. <laughs> I forgot where the touchline was. He was running on the same line as the linesman. <laughs> I played with Tyrone Howe at Dungannon. Like, and every time he got the ball, he just sprinted for the touchline. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I was like, well, here's this guy. And they were like, Man, he played the British and Irish Lions last year. I was such a high good one. Yeah, <laughs> like Andy Nichol did. Is he an MP now? Andy Nichol. No. <laughs> uh, no. Tyrone High is now a boarding master uh, at a school. Well, I think he's... I think Boring. Boring or boarding. I, I might actually be wrong. I think he might be the principal of a, okay. of a pretty high flush school in England. So, he, yeah, he comes home often. He, he goes to a few of the Dungana matches at... Uh, we would sometimes venture down to, so he, he's a good lad. He's a good lad. A point for Fez. Point for yeah. Fez. Well, that then. was crap. That was absolute yeah. crap, Ben. I love that, Benji. Good man. Wait, Boys, they, they, just shoot. Go on ahead, John. Actually, they've all just been Irish. These 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 questions. What we had? Oh, England away. That's that's rubbish. I'm just a bit we had the Ospreys as well, didn't we? Oh yeah, no Scottish Ospreys, ones. Classic. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Scottish yeah. one coming up. Scotland got something first, mate. Mate, they won the first class. We won it more recently than the Welsh side. Embarrassing yourself again. Uh, anyway, Shanks. Boys, this weekend's yeah. matches. This weekend's <laughs> matches. Just give us your final thoughts on what your standout game is going to be Friday night. We have Munster versus Glasgow. That's down on the plastic pitch in Musgrave Park. Who are you mm. going for, John? Mon uh, Glasgow. Sorry, but this, this would be a good game because there's a bit of rivalry there. It's always a bit yeah. niggly, so I'm looking forward to that. But I'm going to say. Glasgow. Ooh. Um, that is that's the game of the weekend. That's the pick of the weekend for me. Definitely. Uh, I'm gonna go Munster. Yeah, I'm gonna good. go Munster. I'm gonna go mm. Munster. It's it's do you know what do you know the way like you usually select your you usually select like your fittest team before the European Cup starts? Like you no, know, it's almost like the the, the dry run before the, yeah. the European Cup. So that's why I think. That monster will be full bore. Um, Here, where's where's Arjun's Nyman going? The bank to pick up his checks. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Swag bag. <laughs> a loot bag. Oh, yeah, oh police got arrested, didn't they, for stealing a living from Munster? <laughs> oh, 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 oh I don't mean that at all. Um, hey, you won the league with them. Oh, um, yeah. Let's move on. This has got awkward yeah. now. Uh, yeah, Bull Sharks, quick one. Bull, uh, Shanks, Bull. Bull Sharks, the Bulls, yeah. I'm going Bulls, Cardiff versus Scarlets. This is, this is going to be a good game. There has yeah, to be a reaction from Scarlets. There mm -hmm. has to be, I think so. Yeah. Um, they've got a good backline, they had a good backline, they just can't get any ball and they can't get a big carry. So that's the issue they got. Uh, Cardiff, though, Cardiff, yeah, Cardiff, yep. Lions, Dragons, Lions by 50. Mm. Lions by oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 
100. It could be 50. It could be 50, yeah. Uh, Ulster, Edinburgh. Big game. Big game. Ed- Edinburgh. Mm. No chance. Ulster by 20. Ulster. <laughs> what did you see last week that made you think Ulster going to beat someone by 20? Come on. Uh, Edinburgh, Edinburgh got beaten at home by Benetton. Yeah, I think Edinburgh got a bit more power. I think Ulster struggle against a bit of power up front. They've got a bit more power than Stephen Kitzkoff. It's one man. One man does not make a scrum, Steve. Marty Moore, Rob Herring, Irish mm. International, two Irish Internationals. You'll have Ian Hi. Anderson, Dave Yours, English International. Do you know I thought about Edinburgh, John, as well? I thought I thought Lang kicked it away quite a bit. I know one try came from it, but it was a mistake really from Rhino Smith. I just thought they're kicking a lot of ball away, like attack, trying to put attacking kicks and putting it through when. Keep it good bid. I'm not I talking bet. anymore. I bet. You go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I know. Who do you think, Shang? Mm, Ulster, I think, just. Classic. Not by 20. Yeah. Stormers, Zebra, Stormers by 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stormers, Stormers have been poor, though. Oh. Stormers, yeah. I've got Stormers, but they've been poor. Okay. Yeah. Connor versus Leinster. This would be a good game, lads. This would be a really good game with the sports ground. Good atmosphere. Um, yep. see Bundyaki and Mac Hansen for Connacht. Yep. So we'll, we'll see that. Going I think Frawley, Frawley's going to be at 10. Um, and I can't remember who just mentioned it. It might have been JB said about teams putting out the strong teams just before Europe. Stevie. Stevie. And I think um, Leinster will be pretty much 15, 20 points too good, I reckon. Nice one. I'm going to go for a Connacht win. I am as well. Nice one. Uh, Benetton, Ospreys. Ospreys. Benetton. A lot of disagreement here today. Ospreys. Just that scrum is bloody. It's such a weapon for them at the minute. Um, It's ridiculous. Yep. It is good. They've got a good carrying game. They've got good players in form. So, yeah. Well, Max Nagy. Max is good, lads. Keep Nagy. Him, listen up well, him. Yeah. Do you know who else is good? Um, Gerwin Price, uh, the Darts player. And he was never heard of him. On. What time's he coming on at, Shanks? We said we'd finish up at 10 oh, to 7 just to get him on board. I turned him down, mate. He was out. He's out having food. I said, ah. Oh. It's like, I think we just got to get to the bottom of this. He doesn't like you. Gerwin, the Iceman Price, does not. How can like you not like me? Like out me? Like you talking about me? How can you not like me? Maybe, maybe he's fat not, shaming you. Not, I'm not two faced. I want to stab you in the back when you're not looking. Stitch you up. <laughs> Slash all of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll get him on at some stage. It'll be a bit of crack. Uh, uh, we'll talk darts, but we're done with talking rugby, lads. Thanks as always for your company. Remember, watch every minute of every game this weekend. Live. Say it like you mean Live it. Play. Say it like you mean it, baby. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>